You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Hello, lovers. Happy holidays. Welcome to You Gotta Love It, the show where you tell us and the rest of the world the things that you love that we might have missed. The show where you can come to discover the best things you never knew existed. And the show where you can force us to sit through the worst entertainment you can find and say, well, you gotta love it. My name is Koji. I am a part-time Jew. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) full-time... Non-denominational holiday. Yeah. I mean, I actually don't know, to Uh, be honest with you. Some kind of... Elf? I don't know. Festivus? Festivus. I like to give gifts. I don't know. Uh, I like that you just put your like radio face on though. That was good. eh? Right Uh, before delivering the intro. I mean, no, you can't see it if you're listening, but it was pretty great. Koji is a full-time gift giver, which means that at all times he's Santa Claus. Part-time method actor. Yeah, Santa Claus without the without the reindeer. We got really carried away. Who else do we have? with us today well hold on with me as always is my good friend and love machine andrew patterson and i say that because he has a date tonight yeah or maybe moving on depending on whether or not (laughs) we actually get this finished how this podcast goes yeah timing timing a lot also with andrew are you gonna put out for we'll see how it goes you will i know you will (laughs) Also with us for a very special holiday edition, uh, year in review is uh, Daryl the Daryl no Daryl the Amanda Graham Graham and Amanda the Daryl Graham Graham. That's right. That's not how I remember it, but full house. <coughs> we got a full house tonight. Well, clearly you didn't listen to the episode where Amanda was there, and you weren't because we no. We That's switched because it, up it was on a you. supernatural episode, and Daryl's not going to listen to that one. Breezed, breezed by it. Yeah. Just <laughs> skip, just skip that episode. Uh, Who else is here? <laughs> is there more? <laughs> there may be somebody yeah. else in the room. I don't our, know. Our producer's yelling at me off mic. It's me. Who's me? Elise and Kiba. Okay. If you're going to be on, you have to talk into the microphone or not at all. Elise Jacobson and Kiba Nagata hyphen Jacobson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Off to a great start. Yeah. Off to a great start on this very special Don't holiday episode. Yeah. Let's get this <laughs> let's get this party started. I wish I could just edit this all out. Period. Dead baby jokes and all. All right. Or not even jokes, <laughs> just, just stories. Just mic her up. That was just let's <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, if I had another mic I would, but I don't, so I can't. She'll um, just grab mine when she feels like it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is kind of uh, an episode where we kind of look back on the things that we missed or uh, kind of review things that we maybe saw in a different light. And I'll get to that later because Andrew doesn't know what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, I feel about like yet. I'm going to get ambushed. Yeah. But you guys are in for a treat. First, uh, if you guys listened a couple weeks ago, I told Andrew to watch the movie Get Out and he told me that he was not interested. But well, originally, that's what I said. I think like mo- when the movie was in theaters, I was like, eh. yeah, but now you have watched it, right? Correct. Yeah. I watched it for this episode and everyone else here has watched it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, you know, that was kind of 
one of the things that you missed this year that you mm-hmm. probably need to watch, considering all the nominations and whatnot going on for Get Out. Yeah. I feel like... Also, just to continue with your content that you've been consuming that is sort of like in the realm <laughs> of those themes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the, do- the dogs bark through me oh, off. Also, you're black. Yeah. So... You should too. probably watch it. Uh, it's it's. I was skirting around that the whole time. <laughs> it's. Uh, I mostly didn't want to watch it because uh, <clears throat> it's just not as as probably everybody here knows. Just not really like my area. Like I I don't usually like go see horror movies mm-hmm. of any type. And even though obviously I heard it was it would have been impossible not to hear all of the critical acclaim being piled on this movie and like why it was such a good commentary and why it was so relevant. Um, but yeah, I guess it just hadn't really like it hadn't balanced out for me to be like, yeah, I should definitely go see this. Right. And also I'd be lying if I didn't think that there was some having only seen the preview, like given how I feel about regular horror movies one that was about something that was very relevant to me specifically, I was like a little concerned that it would bother me. I'll be honest. Even though it wasn't like a, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like sold as like a serious, like fucking Lars von Trier or something. I was still just like, I'm already cut this. Right. But, and now having watched it, I can say that I was right. But it it quite easily (laughs) could have been uh, very, it could have gone that way pretty easily, especially considering what we just talked about. hundred percent. 100% 100% it could have. Are we, shall we, are we going to jump right into it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to sum, uh, give a summary or anything because I think that's kind of s- silly at this point. If you haven't seen it, you should probably see it. And you probably, even, even if you haven't seen it, you probably know what it's about. I would assume most people. Or right? just pause this podcast yeah. for two hours and watch yeah, it. You'll enjoy yeah. it. Probably. And then come back and then listen to what these guys have to say about it. So, yeah. So what did you think? I liked it. I thought it was a great movie. Um, Have you changed your tune at all? Yeah, for sure. Again, I think it, it also maybe wasn't what I expected, so it's probably a good thing that I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, in that I wouldn't even... It's kind of like what we were talking about in the last episode when we were talking about Mother being kind of sold as like a horror film. And then you and me being like, it still kind of was, and you're like, I don't know if it really fits that category. Yeah. This movie has ob- very obvious horror elements, but like by the time I was like three quarters away through the movie, I didn't feel like even during graph moments of graphic violence, I was just like, Oh, this just like, doesn't feel like a horror movie to me really anymore. Well, in so the sense that I have been interpreting horror movies, you yeah. know, it's just like a movie that uses horror to tell. I would say that this movie is, is very much a traditional horror movie, but it has like actual, I don't know, real world elements or like a message outside of the genre or or I I don't even know how to describe it, but it, it, because it follows all the tropes, right? That's the one thing about mother doesn't really follow horror movie tropes and there's not really like a villain. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, there, there are horrific things that happen, but it's not a horror where, where this is a horror, but the, the whole message of it is way goes way beyond like, Run away from the bad guy. What's the difference between a horror and a thriller? Because I think Jordan Peele described this movie as a social thriller. And like it almost broke a... For him, like it was was kind of a tangent on a genre. Like it almost crafted its own 
I feel like a thriller is kind of suspenseful and more of a, of a, you know, less of an intent to scare and more of an intent to be on the edge of your seat, like a uh, Jack Ryan or something, you know, Shadow Recruit, one of those things. That's like a fucking really? edge of your seat That's thrill ride. Movie? For me, a thriller. I think we're probably all going to have totally different. I think of almost like um, MJ album. Well, I guess that's the first thing that came to mind. No, I was thinking um, like uh, a lot of the movies that Fincher has made as thrillers. You know, like yeah, I, but I I would almost put ooh interesting Get Out in that category more in that category than I would in a horror movie. Yeah, yeah according to Google, <laughs> thrillers include Shutter Island, Memento. Yeah. The Sixth Sense, Taken, The Usual Suspects, Inception, Primal Fear, yeah. The Fight Club, Zodiac, Gone Girl, etc. There you go. Gone Girl is kind of what I was thinking of when I when I said that, just because it doesn't really. Uh, uh, oh, and get, get out. out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nailed, oh. nailed it. Uh, yeah. I, there's a lot of. I mean, we don't have to go into crazy detail here because I'm sure lots of people have before, and you know, there's other stuff we got to get to. I think. Uh, something that's really interesting to me about this movie that it made me think about was like um, I have always felt as you know that like I you don't necessarily need to or not I don't know if it's a feeling as much as I don't feel there there's certain situations where I don't think you need to have experienced something to like relate to it you know what I mean right. and I think that like we live in a particularly right now in a time social commentary and like society is moving away from that in a direction where people are basically saying if you haven't experienced this you have no business commenting on it right this movie was interesting to me because you know in my in my adult life i have had a lot of experiences that are not obviously on the same level of horror but like as a visible minority dating like, you know, going on dates with white women, mm -hmm. meeting families. There are, like, n not even comical situations, but situations where I have, like, felt s similar things to, like, what is portrayed in this movie. Yeah. And it was sort of, like, the first time where I was watching something, particularly a movie like this, where I was kind of like, oh, shit. Like, that's that's interesting. Like, I wonder if other people will pick up on that. I wonder if, like you know, the critical acclaim pile on this movie and people being like, oh, everybody should see this. Like, I was like, I wonder if, like, people will grasp these same things, you know? Like, there's certain things that are very blunt and, like, oh, this is, like, an obvious, like, the way the father, like, speaks to him. Yeah. But there are even just, like, subtle environmental things where I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I could kind of, like, never really thought about it like that before, mm -hmm. you know? Because um, I don't necessarily, as we've also discussed on the show before, I don't necessarily identify as black, even though because I'm mixed race and just because of the way I, I was raised like yeah uh, and where I was raised so they, it was like a, a very like roller coaster experience for me watching this movie and I was just like oh man I was almost relieved when it kind of got crazy because I was like some parts of it were like a little too like uh you know the, the party scene was like so hilarious but also like yeah I think, <laughs> like the, I think I've been at places with you where things were happening. Yeah, like that party, and Tiger I was Woods. just like, "Oh, you know, like when the oh, yeah. when the when the young woman with the older the older boyfriend, like the old man that's a boyfriend, like reaches and like is like, is it true? And is like grabbing his arm, yeah, and like his girlfriend's like, wow, and they're both just like openly just like, 
yo, like pump the brakes. Yeah. Situations like that, you know, that I think because of other comedies even that have like popularized this, you know, what were we talking about? Like this fetishization of like black bodies and like. That's Jacobson. That's Elise Jacobson off mm-hmm. mic. Um, it's like movies have already, movies and media have already kind of made these things into jokes. Yeah. That then happen in real life. People think like a lot of them are okay. And in some cases they are okay with people. I don't know. There's so many shades of gray and everybody's different. Everybody has like a different stance, whether you're black or white or whatever. But yeah. uh, it definitely was interesting. And I found it also hilarious for a lot of the same reasons. Um, but but also there, there's some genuinely creepy scenes. Like, from like a cinematic perspective though. This is like one of my favorite movies ever, only because not a single thing is wasted. Every time they mention anything, it always comes back later on. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no thread uh, left dangling. Yeah. It's, well, it's like he got full license almost. Like, when somebody's like, this is what I want to do, and it's like nobody got in his way. He was right. just like, I'm doing it exactly like, the way I want to do it. Spoiler alert. This is like the, one of the most obvious examples, but like every line of dialogue, it's not just a throwaway line. Like, when, when they're leaving for the to visit the parents, again, spoiler, spoiler um she's like you know if my parents are racist i would know about it right and then like halfway through the movie you're like oh fuck does she know yeah but like she basically tells you right in the beginning of the movie like yeah fuck i know you know yeah i i actually maybe this was obvious i don't think i because i didn't really read about the like actual plot details of the movie but i was like oh she's fucking in on it for sure like almost immediately because I didn't even pick up on that line, but mm-hmm. just the behavior, I was like, there's, I think this also ties into the sort of like ex- people's experience. I was like, people know, you know, like yeah. I've met people that are like, okay, just as a heads up, you know, my family is like this or my, you know what I mean? So it's like the fact that she was just like, oh, it'll be fine. Like, don't worry about it. And it, to me, it, right out, out of the gates, it like set me kind of on edge. I'm like, oh, she... I'm pretty sure that she's in on this. We'll see what happens. But, like, there's no way that if they had been dating long enough that she was, like, taking him to her house, Mm -hmm. that she would just be like, oh, yeah, it'll be totally, like, that she would be that clueless, I guess, is what I. Well, but um, she's, I mean, at first they don't come off as, as, like, you know, they're they're almost, like, um, absentmindedly racist or something. It's not, it's not as if they're, like, have malicious intent. They're just, like, they think that they're, they're, you know, left. Yeah, but I think I guess that's where the sort of genius of the movie and the writing comes in is that I think that there's people that would recognize that right away like that would be like this this already feels wrong no matter how these people are acting but but she might not know better is what I'm saying you know because she she grew up there anyway yeah it wasn't part of the movie that she like does know like tone it like tone it down like stop stop saying that kind of stuff like right like I it's been ages since I've seen the movie Wait, that she she says that to her parents? Yeah, because yeah, like okay, like tone it down, tone it down. Yeah, but that's kind of what I was getting at. Is like it came across as fishy to me, which is why I suspected she was in on it very early in the movie. Because like the fact that the second they were there, she was already feeling uncomfortable. I just mean like outside of the realm of the movie, mm-hmm. when you're in a situation with somebody who's talking about their family, particularly if you're in a relationship with somebody generally that comes up pretty quick. Like somebody wouldn't be so clueless if they're that quick when they get to the house to be like, okay, mom and dad, like back off. You'd think that beforehand they would be like, they might be kind of, you know, cluelessly racist. Like there, there was just a discrepancy in the way that people were behaving early enough on in the movie that I was like, 
Oh yeah. There's something fishy here. Like do you beyond think this, just the parents being Do you think this movie becomes uh, a sort of like r- racist trope in it, in and of itself where someone's like you haven't seen Get Out? You? You haven't <laughs> seen Get Out? You know what I mean? Like do you yeah, think maybe you, you think I don't know. That happens? Has that happened to you yet? Where I think I like, did that to Andrew tonight. Oh, that is Oh, that for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. that has happened constantly. <laughs> Almost every single person, every single person <laughs> has said that and then walked it back a little bit to be like, well, I mean, But no, but I mean, here's a thing. Calling you out? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Bert. But I mean, he did, but like pretty much everybody that has like that has seen it was like, oh, it's crazy that you haven't seen that it, movie. It's almost like, not, well, but it's almost okay. not fair because, like, just knowing you personally, removing everything else from the equation, it's almost insane to me that you would not have seen this movie. You know, sure. All, all, all. You know, matter of 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 uh, whatever the rainbow aside. Well, that's what I was saying before about like the amount of content that you've been consuming whether sure. it be like the black panther comic whether it be two dope queens mm-hmm. or whatever like like you seem to have been in uh, i got the impression like in enjoying like consuming and or th- at least thinking about it, like that those themes if you always have your finger on the pulse thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i okay the i guess i guess the difference for me is that um with some of these things, I kind of almost stumble into it. Like when I when I started listening to Two Dope Queens, I didn't yeah. like go into it being like I hadn't heard that that's kind of what they dealt with, and I started listening to it and just found it hilarious. Well, okay, let with, me, with let Black me. Panther, similarly, it was somebody else was like, oh, like Elise, currently present, has just is caught in a fucking crazy giggle fit. <clears throat> Uh, she's really proud about, about her uh, finger on the pulse comment. Yeah, she like she's talking, really proud she was, of it. She was telling me about the author, and I was like, "Oh, cool." And then separately, um, uh, my friend Burke was like, "Oh, like you haven't heard of this Black Panther written by him?" And I hadn't. And initially, I said to Burke, "I, was I need like, to read that." By the way, because Burke was like, "Burke was like, do you want me to get this for?" It was like a birthday thing. Yeah. And I initially said no because I was like, I don't know anything about it. I know very little about Black Panther. Like I wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. Then I did some research and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. And it was really good. The thing with Get Out is that it was instantly like, not to take that, oh, I don't want to do what everybody else, but like it was instantly like I was already so sick of this sort of conversation, you know? But- and it was like, everybody was like, whether it was an online or in the media, people were like, this is a st- such a statement film. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's about like, black white relations and like all of this stuff and i was like okay like great but you know and i just was not like interested it actually made me like kind of be like uh to, to go back to what i was saying earlier like even somebody like burke if he hadn't seen it i'd be like what the fuck are you talking about you haven't seen this movie <laughs> but i but he likes horror movies though I, well that's what i mean so but it's it, it's the same sort of thing coming from a different angle do you, yeah do you see what i'm saying but no so for him he likes <laughs> horror movies so he probably would have seen this film Mm-hmm. For you, I think that you, you know, like are, yeah, and so you would have seen this film, but I think that n- now since this film's been released, like black people everywhere are just getting harassed, like what, you have not seen Get Out? Get the fuck Andrew, out of here. Andrew, I'm also reading this book called The Sellout, which is right up your alley. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like Between the World and Me. Okay. Same author? El- Elise no. dropping her recommendations early. Well, yeah, we're, we're. Well, I have a, I have a really good comment so i'm just waiting for you to get to the part that i want to talk about when you let's get back to talking about get the get out let's save that for you gotta read it <laughs> uh, yeah i 
overall, I, li- I did like the movie for all the reasons that everybody else liked it. I'm sure I thought it it had a good managed to have a good sense of humor and it it delivered the message. I think the message was very clear, and I think that it was kind of interesting that nobody has taken this approach. Just completely. just so it's obvious, right? The message is that black bodies are superior, right? Uh, sure, sure. No. It's it's. I don't know, man. I honestly like. I I feel like I should have spent more time maybe thinking about how I felt about the movie before talking about it because I'm still kind of like processing a lot of the stuff. No, there, it's but fine. But you kind of like you're you're on board with it now. Yeah, I'm on board with it. I'm yeah. on board with the. I, I think that the the twist. You know, like what's actually happening in the movie mm-hmm. is like a, a a very. I keep using the word blunt, but like it's not subtle, and that's not a bad thing. But like yeah. it's like it's literally a it's like a literal embodiment of the the theme of the movie, you right? Know? And uh, kind of the I think that's the point, though. Yeah, which is like a super interesting. I can picture him just having watched so much Key and Peele and like listen to them talk and seeing other stuff that they're in. Mm-hmm kind of having at least from a distance an idea of sort of maybe how they think yeah um which i love that's the other thing i should say both of them i think that they're they're both brilliant i can picture them or i can picture him just being like i got an idea for a movie when i first heard that he was the director i was like oh i'm not interested in this at all but like i'm just picturing him like the way that they would come up with skits or comedy or anything else just picturing him being like i got an idea for a movie okay Rich white people, <laughs> surgically, spoiler alert, by the way, if you're still listening and somehow have through all the spoiler alerts, uh, rich white people f- surgically implant, like switching brains so that they can live in the bodies of black people. That's it. And just like, for some reason, I also picture just Key being in the, like, like they're talking about this together and he's just like, yeah, yes. That's that's the one. That's the ticket. And then he's like, oh, I might have something here. And then just built a whole movie around that very simple premise. And it, like, worked yeah. so well on so many levels. Um, but, yeah, there's, a, there's, like, a lot to love in this movie, I think. And it's it's filmed in a way that is – I like that it's not subtle because I think that, again, that's kind of the point. I think it would be you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody that watched this movie and didn't get – the message you know but what I mean? even if you didn't it's still an entertaining movie though for sure but i would i mean i feel like getting it is almost integral to you know what i mean like right. you, if you enjoyed the movie you probably understood otherwise it's just like but it still I, touches guy gets trapped in a house and just like kills a bunch of people it still touches all the horror movie like bases yeah but there's like lines there's like obvious lines yeah like where he's like why black people man <laughs> you yeah, know like yeah. there's like specific like uh, the brother is fucking creepy as hell. Yeah. He's like at the dinner table and he's just like, your frame, like your size, like just talking about like how strong he is. And he's just like, yeah, man, cool. <laughs> like, great. Yeah. Pretty good. And I love that the guy from, uh, from uh, what's it called? Atlanta. Mm. Okay. So one, so one other thing that I, that I will say that that kind of made me think of is that to me, the actual horror parts of this movie. Mm-hmm are that uh, and this also is probably very obvious if you've watched the movie but like 
you know one of the sort of tropes of horror films is like nobody believes you yeah you know like the the killer is chasing you and you like go up to somebody's fucking door or something and you ask for you help to, and you ask for help and they're like yeah okay whatever throughout most of this movie mm-hmm. like the majority of this movie that is done in a way that i would i think that like in this case, visible minorities deal with on like a daily basis. You know what I mean? Or you could easily make the same argument for women talking about. So it's like, you know, he's clearly uncomfortable in, in the house before they even go to the house and his girlfriend who he clear, like they clearly have like a very close, intimate, like loving relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not that she's like, doesn't want to support him. It's just like, so second nature for her to just be like, you know, like you're being kind of weird you know like do, yeah. doesn't pick up on his it's like he's being but ultimately she's like gaslighting him no I, yeah i know but i'm just i just mean like before you that's even revealed that's like something that is the like the real horror is that like his buddy's like oh yo man you got to get out of there like that's this shit sounds crazy his friend yeah. believes him but like everybody else around him when he's kind of like eh, you know that's kind of that is like a little bit out of line or you know off base and people are just like no it's, it's fine don't worry about it even when like his friend is talking to the cops and they're like like so that the use of that trope in this context was like both brilliant and made it like even scarier because it made me think about like oh like what if i meet somebody and then i go to meet their family and the same thing is happening where i'm just like i'm really i'm really uncomfortable right now and she's just like oh it's okay don't worry about it i'm gonna think about this movie immediately <laughs> Absolutely. This oh, Elise you. hot mic is yes. coming in hot. Okay, so there was uh, a couple interesting points. So you talked about the guy from Atlanta. Remind me. What's his Donald Glover? Not. No. Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> What's okay. His name? Racism quota. <laughs> Check. I mean, he is in. What's yeah. his name? What's the guy at the beginning who gets kidnapped? I don't know his name. Okay, well, whatever. Handsome. You know, okay, he's walking in this neighborhood looking for this address. He's confused. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's something gardens. I thought it was Lane. Mm-hmm. Has to turn around. This car is following him. Mm-hmm. And he ends up being like, you know what? Not today. Mm-hmm. And just is ready to pack it in and go home. I thought mm-hmm. that was a, a really poignant point that you don't pick up on until you've seen the whole movie and mm-hmm. you're reviewing and you're like, oh, yeah, that. Mm. Another interesting part, which Andrew and Koji and everybody, I want you to jump in is when they're at... There's no jumping in here. <laughs> there's jumping in. Is when they're at uh, that creepy lunch. And there's, there is another black guy there who's clearly been lobotomized or something. And, in, and this is very deliberate because they don't want it to be just this romanticized body of the other, but specifically Kay, black you... bodies. Am I yelling? No, go on. Okay, go on. Okay. <laughs> I wish I was still in art school. I wish you were too. <laughs> <laughs> When the Asian man says to the black guy, "Oh yeah, what is what is your black ex- what has your experience been as a black man?" Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, my experience has been really good." Yeah, and you see, and the main like, guy's just the main like, guy's like, like "What the fuck?" He's like, "What the fuck? Are yeah. you guys, what are you talking about, I bro?" That was like when you look back at it, there's these really interesting points that like punctuate the whole movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To set it up so well yeah. to, to make like, that absolutely clear, nothing is wasted. The, what Elise is talking about because we're just all spoilers all in right now it's because there's a an old white man possessing that black guy's body who, mm-hmm. when he answers the question to say oh my experience as a black person has been great because for him it has probably been great because it's not you know it's yeah he's cool he's cool he's yeah you know? built on it's, a foundation of being a white man yeah exactly. and also it's everything that he was like coveting you know, like in the context of this movie, there's like all these when he's like, oh, it's because like they want people want to be like cooler or they want to be strong. And like 
through the lens of like black culture and black people. Yeah, it's totally. There were a few parts that I will say I have a question on, and I'd be interested to hear what you guys think. Mm. Is that you know, like the the grandfather, let's say, who mm-hmm. is a lobotomized black man, mm-hmm. um, is like cutting wood in the mm-hmm. house, and then the grandmother, who's that woman, is serving tea and kind of helping them. Is mm. she just kind of helping out around the house? Or yeah, is I she think kind they're of just supposed to be. Well, because well, they're not lobotomized. It's the the brain and the body are too, you know. No, no, but they're like pos- they're possessed. possessed. They put the consciousness okay. of. The white, white people inside the bodies of these black people. Yeah. So, so she's just helping when, out around yeah, the house. When we, well, when she's, we, she's a grandmother. Yeah. yeah. She's doing she's just doing housework. Yeah. yeah. Serving them tea? Yeah. And then there's like the scenes that, that are shown to you before this reveal has been made of what's happening to these yeah. black people. All of the creepy scenes, you would think that it's just like, why are the black people here acting so strangely? Right? Like when she's like looking, she can always like looking at herself in the mirror and do, you know, like when she con- when he confronts her about like unplugging his phone and there's that really awkward like where she just he's just like you know how it is like sometimes i just get nervous when i'm around a lot of white people because he feels like he's saying this to a one fellow, of the only uh, one yeah. of the only other black people in the house and she she's like has all those facial tics and then she just like laughs kind of weirdly maniacally and she's like oh no 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 and saying no and he's kind of like but the then as she's happening? being like no 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 tears are like streaming down her yeah. face yeah there's like fucking yeah but it's interesting it's like basically your point to your point there's a lot of things that when the reveal has been made if you watch the movie again and I must watch it you again. pick up on like even more things i'm not saying that people wouldn't have noticed these things the first time through but definitely there's like oh like it all makes so much sense like the the running scene before i knew it was the grandfather like when he goes out for a smoke the main guy goes out for a smoke and then you just see the like the groundskeeper guy running at him full speed. I thought at that point I was like, Oh, it's the brother who's like obsessed with like the strength is like taking this body out for a spin at the, at night, just like pushing it to its limits, which is still kind of what happened. But instead of it being the brother, it was just the grandfather is like fucking just like, yeah, he's just like joy like riding, joy riding basically. Yeah. yeah. I think it's time for my uh, masturbation comment. No. Okay. <laughs> so now that we've discussed get out, uh, it felt aimless. I apologize, in, I apologize in retrospect because I was kind of rambling, but like, I did like it. Definitely go watch it. I yeah. appreciate your recommendation, Koji, and I'm yeah. glad I did watch this movie. So out of context. So. You gotta give the fans what they want. No. Up next. What? Talking about a year in review. Okay. This is a a review for you. Mm. So as you know, producer release. Yeah. Uh, I have been. Uh, Regularly watching films with my buddy Chris, we decided to watch the Alien series, starting with Alien, mm-hmm. and we just finished Prometheus. I haven't seen Covenant yet, but we just finished Prometheus. Mm. And upon rewatching all of these films, I've decided that Prometheus is my favorite one. I wish you could see Andrew just breaking right now. He's so... Yeah. Oh, I thought you were happy about that. I am. I am. I'm just oh. like my mind is so blown. That's like I probably the biggest stunner, like the biggest yeah. 180. It's I didn't uh, of I, on our show that we've ever recorded of anything where it was just like, or is it? I mean, we I didn't I talk about it's a 180, but yeah. like it, it's 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 there. It's more than 90 degrees. Yeah. 2017. It's definitely more than 90. Happened degrees. again. Yeah. You did it. You done did it. 2017. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bugging you crazy. 
Yeah. Christ, 27. So I rewatched Prometheus, and in the context of all the rest of the movies, it not only does it make sense. The only thing, okay, the only grip I have I'm about so it. I'm so excited for you to watch Alien Covenant. If this yeah. is your feeling, you need to watch Alien Covenant, like, probably tonight. The only gripe that I have about it is the two guys who wander off. They're like, okay, we're going to go back to the ship. Like, fuck this. Right? I understand they're, they're like, so overwhelmed by the fact that they are meeting their creators or whatever that, like, mm-hmm. it's... They, they just don't want to do it. Yeah, they check now. But how the fuck does everyone else get back to the ship before them if they're leaving to go back to the ship? You know? Yeah. That's the only problem I have. Not that it really matters because even if they had gone back to the ship and the other people were trapped, it still would have been kind of the same movie. Mm-hmm. But like, what the fuck, guys? Hmm? Definitely wasn't a comment about masturbation. Oh. But maybe it was. Well, that's very interesting. Okay, yeah. that's cool. I was hope. I mean, if you'd seen Alien Covenant, because that was this year, you could have capped it with like a, an actual something that came out this year. Well, we're going. That's the last one on 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 the list, and then maybe you can actually suggest another series for us to watch because we're thinking about continuing uh, rewatching an entire series of movies. Yeah. I will. I want to immediately jump to mine, but it has to do with a much larger conversation that's is a very hot topic right now. But is it Die Hard? No. I think Daryl knows what it is. No, it has nothing <laughs> to do, could not be further from Beyonce. I, I don't, yeah, I don't is, know. Is it the entire? Is it the entire Weinstein catalog? Ooh. No, it's Star Wars. It's a Star War. Oh well, we just did that though. But like, because here's the thing: is that uh, having seen Last Jedi, I'm not going to even talk about Last Jedi because I know there's lots of people that still haven't seen it. No spoilers. But it, as I'm sure people have heard, it's been very divisive. Like, there's like, it's like seemingly like half and half. People hate it or love What's it. What's your stance? I enjoyed it. I can't believe that Darth Maul is Ray's dad. I'm, oh my God, Amanda! I'm just I'm just <laughs> glad that they they brought or are hinting that they're going to bring back Jar Jar. But here's the thing, okay? Fake news, or the guys. Gungans, anyway. What's interesting to me Fake is news. that in my readings, okay, of people's reactions, yeah, and how, what people have said or sent me messages about, because I posted on Facebook, I was like, after you've seen the Last Jedi, like tell me discreetly. So people were like sending me like. DMs after they saw it. People, a lot of people have had the feeling about this movie that I had about Force Awakens. I can and see so that. And so I feel like one of the reasons that I maybe enjoyed The Last Jedi is because I was broken like two years ago mm-hmm. when I was like, personally, obviously not a lot of people share this opinion, but personally, I felt very disappointed in The Force Awakens and it, but it like leveled me out so that Rogue One then really was like a very pleasant surprise for me personally. And then this movie as part of the main arc, I was like kind of expecting the force awakens part to like my, my feelings on, and it, it was different enough that I was like, okay, like cool. And, uh, yeah. So, but the interesting thing is that a lot of the criticisms that people are making have to do with it, like how, how it's related to like, um, both, both in the actual details of the story and just in sort of the film itself, how it relates to like the old movies. And I just keep being like, just watch fucking again, just sit down, watch all the movies, watch them all. I like it in order. And like now that you've used this, turned this critical eye on the last Jedi, whatever your expectations were, and it's been awoken in you now rewatch all the other movies. It's not going to ruin stars for you. I promise you that. But like, I feel like people's opinions maybe about certain things will be like, ah, okay, you know, it'd be hard to make the argument, to continue to make the argument that like choices that were made in this movie that they don't like did not mirror choices that were made 
in another time that were maybe made for different reasons, but like don't really have any place being made. Period. I just hope. The, the, okay, so the one thing I, I this is not a spoiler, but I, the one thing I will say is I hope that the the Ray reveal is not a red herring and it just happens to be the actual fact. You know what I'm talking about? Because yeah. if they if they backpedal on that, I'm gonna be like, fuck. There's this. a there's a lot fuck of things that happen. Entirely. There's a lot of thi- things that happen in this movie that I think the same applies to like. I remember after Force Awakens, there's like, oh yeah, well like it's the first movie in a trilogy. We'll probably learn more about a lot of this stuff. And in some cases, maybe we did. And in some cases, maybe we didn't. But I feel like that same logic could be used for this movie where it was like, it's very easy for people like me, like the way I got upset about Force Awakens, to be upset about things in this movie that in the third movie are going to be like, oh, okay, maybe that doesn't make it perfect, but that kind of like explains something at least. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's hard to like step around it without like talking about the actual details. But All I know is I left the theater and... Andrew and I have like an ongoing history of not being aligned to most movies. Like yeah, that we don't see at the same time though. Is we don't, we how don't it see works. the same. Yeah, that's, if we see the movie together, I feel like we come out being you like, like yeah, mind yeah. meld, and you're yeah. just yeah. like, so, something weird happens. Yeah, some weird like yeah. But like, almost always, I'm excited to talk to Andrew about a movie afterwards for reasons that should be obvious for anyone listening to this podcast. <laughs> but knowing that we were like we are so diametrically opposed in our opinions of movies. Uh, I walked out of the theater. I was like, well, Andrew probably loved that. I wouldn't say I loved it, but we had a con- we had a conversation about it. Yeah. I think that there was a lot of stuff that we agreed on though, actually. Yeah. In I, terms I, of like decisions made. Yeah. And we're going down a dangerous road cause I really just now want to talk about it. So yeah. What, what, well, what are we going to talk about? The best of, Prometheus. That best will, that will happen. Kylo's freestyle rap. I think we're going to have to talk about, Maybe prior to the new solo movie, we'll have to talk about uh, Kylo's slam poetry. <laughs> oh, we, could, we could probably do it in spring. Like we could yeah. have another Star Wars roundtable. That was great. That's true. Mix it up, maybe Let's bring in some it. different people. But, um, yeah. Speaking of divisive movies, you know, and I find I find that once you've decided that you like or don't like something, it doesn't often happen that you sort of change your tune. Mm. But yeah, uh, Prometheus. I was. I thought we were going to talk about Yogi Bear 3D. Well, that's on the Everybody list. Everybody loves see, Yogi Bear 3D. I didn't see that the first time. Yeah. But yeah, it's so... It's, it, like maybe I just, good reco. I'm not sure if I didn't understand it the first time I saw it or what really bothered me about this movie. But I think it's... like I, I like it better than all the rest of them. It's, it's great. I, I, I'm obviously on record as saying probably several times on the show that I I really like that movie. Like I feel like I was confused the first time and I thought that these um what what, what did they call the them? Architects? The architects created the aliens, but they didn't. No. Right? And I I think I was also confused. I thought that they're like goop was like uh you know, they created this weapon to like wipe out populations or something, but that's not even what it's, it was either. It's it's for terraforming. It it is 